All right, all right. Welcome to Made Men Mondays. This is your man, DB. Transform from trauma victim into a victim over trauma and your emotional responsive coach. You are now inside the Made Men Project where every Monday we are bringing you an empowering personal message to dismantle society's false sense of masculinity and change the male narrative. Thanks for coming through today. Every man has his secret sorrows, which the world knows not. And oftentimes we call a man cold when he is only sad. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. My guest today is my good friend, Tavon McGee. Tavon is a teacher, mentor, and also spends his time preparing high school athletes mentally, physically, and emotionally for success on the next level in the classroom and on the field. In this episode, Tavon shares his maturation and the challenges and trials he experienced while growing up in one of the toughest places in America, Baltimore, Maryland. Make sure you share this podcast with others who you think can ha- with others who you think can benefit from it. Just copy and paste the link, and you can also view the interview on my YouTube channel at Derek Butler Empowers. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Click the bell and share. Remember to subscribe to the Made Men Project and leave us a rating and review. Let's get it. Hey yo, fellas, we we made men. We made men. Try to believe that within. I just wanna be a good man. Okay. I know you all, but tell me you a good man. Tell me you're a So many men are being crushed Societal demands to be tough Yes you, yes you are enough okay. Just wanna be a good man I can't relate to you brother cause you're a Good man Yes you are a Good man Listen, I'm right beside you, I'm right behind you I know that life could be hard right? You're not a coward, you got the power for talking about your scars No, you're not soft Let me inspire you, empower you because Society may wanna see you fall, you got another brother to call So many men are being crushed Societal demands to be tough. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. Don't bluff. Okay. I can't relate to you, brother, cause you're a good man. Yes, you are a good man. Hey, hey, I'm here, my brother. You know I love you. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. I just wanna be a good man. I can't relate to you, brother, cause you're a What's up, family? Welcome back to the Made Man Project. I'm your host, D. Bean. I'm bringing on my good friend, Tavon McGee. Today, Tavon is going to help me dismantle society's false sense of masculinity because so many men are being crushed on societal demands to be tough, deny any kind of vulnerability, sensitivity, or internal hurt and pain, and it's time to change that narrative. So it's going to be a great show with so many things you guys are going to want to pay attention to. But first, really quickly, if you are a man who knows that you have the potential to do great things, but just not sure how to get from where you are to where you want to be, you're trapped in mental and emotional bondage and being crushed under self-limiting beliefs and behaviors, it's time to stop struggling. Struggling with the stress, anxiety, and fear, and head on over to www.linkedin.com backslash IN backslash DBM powers and send me a message and we'll book you a free, no pitch clarity call so you can learn about me and my team and if and how we can help you master your emotions and begin maximizing your full potential both personally and professionally in the next 60 days. All right, so Tavon, my man, what's up, brother? Welcome to the show. Man, I just got to say it's a pleasure hearing from you, man. It's, it's yes, been sir. Years, it's been years and many years, man, probably coming up on, what, about 10 to 15 at least? Yeah, bro, yes. Yeah. I think the last time I seen you, man, when you was torching Millersville, when y'all came up from Glenville, you was torching Millersville out there. And that's probably the last time I seen you, bro. 
Man, that was the early 2000s, man. Yeah, so that was like 2004. Almost, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking yeah. Almost 20 years, man. So it's definitely a pleasure to, yeah, you know, man. not only to get with you in this environment, but, you know, just knowing how close we actually are. Yeah. You know, just yeah. Re reconnecting that that link, man. But yes, it's a sir. Pleasure, man. So thanks for having me. Hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on, brother, man. I really do, man. So, brother, we going to get right into it, man. And what I want to know, man, just like... As a boy, man, when you was coming up, man, like what was your example of a man? What and who was your example of a man? Uh, uh, um, and and he, this is going to be the most authentic, man. You know, um, yeah. You know, like like most kids in my neighborhood, you know, my father wasn't around, but I did have a stepfather. Right. Um, I had a stepfather who, to the best of his ability, gave me what I needed, you know. Yeah. Hindsight, you know, I can look back and say that, you know, it wasn't what I needed, but it was what he had to offer. Wow. You know, so um, though the, the male figures that I came in contact with every day was was me leaving out my house, out my front door and, you know, seeing these guys hustling, you know, yeah. seeing these guys shooting dice. Yeah. You know, and, and, and just being in that environment. So that that was um, what I saw of men on mm -hmm. a daily basis, you know, yeah. it, it wasn't until, uh, I would say like fourth grade or so that, um, I, I actually met a male figure who was, who just took me by the wing, you know, took me by the, by the throat. And was <laughs> like, look, you know, right, I right. See some potential in you, son, you know, right. you don't have to be like everybody else. And I can't, I can't identify what it was that he saw in me, you know, back right. then. Um, the beauty is that um, I'm still I'm still extremely close with him to this day. Um, we yeah. talk regularly. You know, he, he's he's a life lifelong mentor for me. Yeah. But you know, had I had I not came across you know those those examples of men, um, you know, who who knows what the narrative may have been. Yeah, man, that's powerful, brother. That's powerful. So prior to meeting that mentor when he was in the fourth grade, what did manhood represent to you? I know what you said you seen coming out your door every day. Come on, man. The cars, the cars, yeah. the, the, the chicks, the money, yeah. the Absolutely. drugs. Absolutely. That's what it was, you know, because that's what we saw. That's all we yeah. saw. You know, it was nothing yeah. else, you know, from your neighbor to the guy down the street that's pulling up in the, in the Lexus or the, yeah. the drop top every day. And you, you see how he's getting this money. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So you, you saw it firsthand. You know, he like, he got he got this call on one day, then a couple of weeks yeah. later, you know. But um, what I can say is that those those figures, they they may have saw me in a different light as well, you know, because right. they stayed on my back, like boy, you know, take care of business in school, yeah, you know, playing sports and being, you know, just going to different Boy Scouting events or you know whatever the case may be. They they say you know stay on the right track. You don't want to be right. like us. And I think back and. I remember times where they pulled me close and say, look, this is what's going on. You yeah. don't want to be a part of this. Wow. You know, so so yeah. I'm going to put my foot in your butt if you're yeah. not doing what you're supposed to do, you know, and, and, you know, just being having that aggression, that natural aggression from growing up in that environment, you know, yeah. sometimes it would lash out. I would lash out with my mother, you know, yeah. who I live with. And those would be the guys that she would reach out to like, look, this little joke is act, acting like him yeah. had no sense. And yeah. they pulling me up like, boy, yeah. you to get one of them. So you right. gotta get right. You know, you can't even come, we're gonna, we not even gonna let you on a basketball court no more, you know, wow. which is where we spent our, our time, you know, every day. Yeah. So, 
you know, though though they were the examples and we saw what we thought manhood was, yeah, they, they still wanted, they still, whether they were doing it, they still were guiding, you know, that those the younger mm-hmm. generation yeah. on a path that they felt was best. Yeah. Brother, you you come from an area, you know, you're from Baltimore, Maryland, man. And a lot of times, only thing that people see about Baltimore, if it ain't about the Ravens or the Orioles, all they seeing is crime, devastation, the drug and everything like that, the, the, the drug life and everything like that. But there's so many different parts of Baltimore. But for you, like, tell me your story, brother. What got you from <clears throat> where you were growing up to where you are now, man? Like, how did you choose a different path and take that path so you're not becoming a statistic or just what everybody thinks Baltimore is? Mm, that's a good question, man. Um, I would I would say that you know my mother she did a lot of praying. You know yeah, she always yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Um, but what I think separated me from from the masses who came up in my neighborhood is that I was a listener. Mm. You know I was a listener and I was an observer. So when we had those mentoring opportunities, you know where I was like, man, I want to sign up for this. You know where yeah. my friends would be like, man, that shit is corny. Yeah. You know yeah. you signing up to get a mentor. Yeah. Like, right. Well, well, we know what a mentor is, even though we're only in sixth grade, but yeah. we, know, and we, we know we need them, so why not get them? Yeah. You know? yeah. So, you know, my I have friends who, you know, one of my closest friends, you know, he, he was murdered, you know, at a young age. Mm. You know, we were, we were still in our mid-teens, yeah. you know, and uh, it was it was things like that that was happening that made me say, you know, we definitely got to do something different. You know, and when I talked to some of the older people around, they would tell me that you had a different mindset, you know, even when you were young. I had friends who've approached me, you know, in recent years and said things to me like, we knew that you were going to be, you know, do something good with your life just based off the mentality that you had, you know, whether it was, whether it was my work ethic, my level of focus, you know, my decision-making skills, because I knew we all know right from wrong. Absolutely. You know, and and at some point, it could have been football that kept me, it could have been Mm -hmm. sports that kept me from making the right, you know, kept me from making the wrong decisions because I knew that I wanted to go to college and play football. Yeah, man. You know, of course, I had the NFL dreams, you know, so I was already looking past high school when I was 11 and 12 years old. So I knew that it took some type of discipline. So yeah. now going on to those mentors that I had who were coaches, yeah. you know, that say, boy, look, the attitude that you got, you know, the, the, the off the field aggression that you had, that you're having, it's not going to get you anywhere, mm. you know, but I didn't know anything else. You know, we on the basketball court, things don't go your way. All right. It's a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, so, and, and, and we in this neighborhood, we go to this store, it's a neighborhood war because that was just the nature of it. You don't, you don't yeah. go a couple blocks old. So it was, it was when I met, you know, the people that I needed to meet and, and throughout my journey, they were all over the place. You know, it was, it was school. It was basketball practice. It was football practice. It was lacrosse practice. It was baseball practice that I actually had those men, you know, and I thank my, I thank God for my mother to this day because she made sure we were at practice. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if her ulterior motive was to get us around these men or to get us in these sports, but eventually it connected, you know, and those mentors from coaches to teachers, you know, I still have a bond with them to this day. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, well, they call me, they call me nephew. They call me godson. You know, they right. call me son. And I still talk to them. I call them to this day. They call me. So I'm still, you know, I, I, I've always gravitated to um, the older generation, you know, yeah. from high school. I was the ninth grade. I, I was with the seniors. I was the 10th yeah. grade. I was with the seniors, you know. And, and then as life went on, you know, in my 30s now, I talk, the guys that I talk to every day are 50 plus. Right, right, right. You know, so and, and it's not that I'm I'm searching for anything in particular. It's just that I'm I know to be open to what's out there for me to gain. You know, on a daily basis. Yeah, brother, that's powerful, man. One of my fondest memories of you, man, and I don't know if you remember this. And it might be something minor to you, but it was huge to me. But aside from you killing on the football field and everything like that, it was one night we was out partying and. The loss you talked about, you suffered, you know, with your friend, you were celebrating that loss and you was really just going in, man. Somehow how good, how much that, you know, that was your boy and how much that hurt and everything like that. And like, you can't believe it. And I don't know how long ago that happened prior to you going to Glenville, but that's something that stood out to me to this day. Still, how did you manage that loss? Like, how did you deal with that loss at such a young age? Well, um, this is a conversation that I had with friends a lot. You know, we yeah. talk about, you know, have a friend who just recently lost his father, and yeah. um, he 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 approached me about it. He said, "Man, I don't know how, or I I haven't dealt with the loss of my father, and unfortunately, you know, we go through so many traumas at such young ages, and we we and we innately learn how to decompose what's happening around us. You know, whether whether we." We uh, deal with it through aggression, spending time by ourselves, you know, talking to other people, not yeah. saying that any of it is right or any of it is wrong. But at that time, people around me had, had, had been lost their lives. Yeah. So it hurt. It hurt me to my core, man. I never forget. Yeah. I was I was the summer from fifth, uh, 11th grade, 10th, yeah. 10th, 11th grade to 12th grade. Yeah, is when it happened. I was in I was in Michigan at the University of Michigan for football camp, and um, the party that he was at, I was I was supposed to be there, mm. you know, but I was gone, and um, it happened the same weekend I left, and I didn't find out until I came back. I was gone for seven days. Yeah, and um, I mean it crushed me to my core, man. I'm talking yeah. about I had just lost my grand my great grandmother. Yeah, the year, the year before, that hurt. I had to be the strong one in the family. I'm the oldest cousin, the oldest brother, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I had to deal with it. You know, I had to suck it up, you know, yeah. suck it up, boy. You know, and, and I remember, yeah. you know, those those conversations with my grandmother where she would say, boy, if something happened to me, I don't want you to cry. I want you mm. to celebrate everything, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that 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 I taught you or that you learned with me or the memories that you have. So when my friend passed away, I kind of adapted the same mentality, you know? It was wow. like, all right, he's gone. It hurts. Yeah. Right, but use those memories that you have to carry thing, you know, to carry life on. This was a guy where we were 14 years old, 13 years old. We would get up and go running 20, 30 laps around the field. We would run sprints. Yeah. We would work out yeah. at six o'clock in the morning, you know, so that we had those connections. And from, from having that, those good memories, it was yeah. able to propel me to, take that I guess what most people would see as a negative and and make it a motivational tool for mm. me so by the time I was 
moving on to college, you know, I had I had already learned how in my own way how to deal with death. Yeah. You know, and, and once I learned how to deal with death, you know, from just accepting it because you there's no life without death. You know, so when I when I made when I was able to make that connection, man, you know, still to this day, you know, with him, I think about him. You know, this is my that was my man, you know, yeah. that was my friend. We talked yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Exactly. You know, this this past yeah. summer made 20 years. Wow. And um I still I never think about all right, my man is gone, my friend is gone. I think about man, these are the things we used to do. This mm -hmm. was the mindset that we had then, you know, and you just still keep that same gritty mindset to take you to the next level whether I, I maybe I never dealt with it I guess quote unquote the way that they would do it by the book but right it was what it was what helped me you know get yeah. through whatever it is that I needed to yeah. get through so when it was time to strap up and go on the field it was like man I'm doing this for everybody else and he played yeah. football too yeah, I'm doing this for everybody else. You know, yeah. I know my grandmother is watching me right now. Mm. You know, I know that his his spirits are out here with me. You know, I got angels walking with me. So it was something that never ever slowed me down. Wow. And then, you know, moving on to later later parts of my life, you know, just learning more and becoming more knowledgeable and being exposed yeah. to more things. You know, I I I learned to process death um, at a, even better. Um, if mm. you ask me, because you know, when you live, when you live and, and you appreciate the moments that life has to offer, um, you don't really miss out on anything. So I would never say that I want to go back and be 20 again or 25 again, because right. I lived those times. I had great times during those years, you know, so I don't want to go back. You know, I'm just looking yeah. forward to, to being 45 and then 65 and <laughs> right, then 95, right, right. because I know that life has so much to offer that I'm excited about it, you know? Yeah, man. That's powerful, brother. I really like that, man. Um, You know, when it comes to you and your emotions, man, like, what's harder for? Is it harder for you to identify what you're feeling, process through what you're feeling, or express what you're feeling? Man, I, I'm a softie. <laughs> I process it. I talk about it. I'm, a, I'm okay with shedding my tears. That's great. You know, I get it. I get it all out because I never want that weight on my shoulders, you know. Yeah. And I had my son, my son is 15, man. And I make sure I let him know like it is okay to yeah. be what we call I and I call myself a salty because I say it all the time because people be like, you know, you cry over everything. I'm like, so what? Yeah, you know, right? let me, like, and? Let me enjoy my emotions. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I'm talking about from at work, you know, where the kids would bring me. You know, one time they brought me like a, a couple cupcakes for my birthday. And I'm sitting there crying, like showing off tears and everything. Like, they're like, really? You crying? I'm like, yeah, I'm crying. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, or a kid, a, a kid might do good on a test that, you know, he was struggling, you know. And it's showing up. I grade this kid test while he's right there. And tears start coming down my face, you know, because I'm I'm 100% okay with sharing, expressing, talking about my emotions me because to me that's what living is. I'm not trying yeah. to bottle all this up and keep it on the inside and be angry. You know, I want when I take it off my shoulders, man, it's like the most free thing, freest thing I've ever experienced in the world, you know, whether it's, you know, dealing with failure, death, you know, life, whatever it is, I'm just like, man, let me get this off my shoulder 
because my greatest understanding, you know, I say that, um, you know, you might understand something. Yeah. But that's really not getting you anywhere, if you ask me. But realizing something mm-hmm. now, you can you you realize how to deal with it and how to yeah. maneuver and you know, around it. So when you when you're able to realize, come to realization, yeah. instead of having understanding, man, to me, it's that's when life slows down mm. and you're able to live. You know, yeah. like. I talk slow a lot. They like, man, you so calm, you know, nothing yeah, gets you right. flustered, you know. And I'm just like, ain't no need to be upset. What I mean, I'm not even in a rush. I'm taking, yeah, my time. yeah, like, yeah. Let me take my time, process these emotions. But if yeah. I'm in a relationship, you know, I'm upset. All right, I was upset for a minute. It's not going to turn into five minutes, you know. If it was an hour, it's not going to turn into a day because. I need. I want to talk about this, get it over with, share my emotions, right. express my emotions, talk about my emotions. So, and so I, I'm that way because I know it works, right? right? I don't need to build it up. So when I'm talking to the to the younger generation or some, even you know older people, it doesn't really matter on the age. But what I do is I let them know, man, I love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a hug. They were like, you yeah. want a hug for real? I'm like, boy, give me a hug. Stop playing. You know, yeah. let me let you know that I care about you, boy. I love yeah. you, man. Yeah. You know, whatever you need, man, let me know. You know, my, my time is free. You know, my time is free. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. want to give you some of my time, you know. And, yeah. and, and it's more important than the dollar when it's when it's done, you know, from the heart. So I just make sure I dial in. I want to go deep with you. Let's have these uncomfortable comments. Let's get uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know, let's let's talk about what manhood is, you know, and because our misconception of it, you know, from from what what we've learned over the years. Yes. You, know, you know, I mean, you 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 know, I know where you're from, man. So we know what we thought manhood was. Absolutely. Get the money, get the yeah. chicks, yeah, have the sex, yeah, be tough, knock yeah. him out, <laughs> all of that. Absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So so that's the misconception of what you know what was taught to us or, mm. or what we have observed and i just that's our imagination you know that was our imagination young whether it was directly you know drilled into us or not right no right way man you know and it for me i didn't i didn't hit that point um until about 20 22 mm. i would say okay i would say uh 07 08 yeah yeah you know i remember i was living in kentucky at the time and you know from coming from where i'm from everything is aggressive yeah yeah it's aggressive you know the mindset is different you know it's like uh, you got to be a pit bull all the time yeah and even going to college you know you in this environment you know being an athlete and you're around people from cities just like yours Mm -hmm. and it's really survival of the fittest for the most part on the field because you're competing for the spot, you know, you're competing in the game. So you still got that dog mindset, Yeah, you know? So it wasn't until after college mm. for me, um, I was living in Kentucky and I remember specifically the day that I had this like epiphany. Right, like, right, right. Like this, this is about to be a metamorphosis for me. Right. <laughs> This is right. this is changing my life. You know, I remember sitting. I was around. I was around um, some of my my current frat brothers, man. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, "Wow, it's about 25, 30 black black men mm-hmm. sitting here, 
and nobody's trying to be tough. Nobody's mm-hmm. trying to be the man. You know, it was so it was a humbling experience for me because really it was a culture shock. Yeah. You know, everybody was relaxed. And it's like, man, the dude just bumped into you, man. He like, man, let me buy you a drink, man. Sorry about that. You know, nothing about it made me think like chump. It was just like, wow, this is how men really are. Yeah. What have I been exposed to? Right. You know, so I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, these men, these men, I don't even, I barely even knew these guys. You know, mm. you know over the years, I became, you know, it became my, my chapter brother, you know. Yeah. And, man, so for me, it was being around those, those Omega guys, man. Yeah. Omega sci-fi, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and the misconception is you see those guys and you think, oh, man, you know, they dogs. They, right, right, they right, 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 right. But for me, and, and maybe it was the region that I was in. I don't know, but I was able to experience some black men who didn't come from the environment that I came from. So the mentality was completely different. So yeah. Like, wow, let me. Yeah. Take that armor off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to take yeah. it off, man, because it was, it was what I was wearing every single day. Yeah, you know, and you don't really know how much it weighs you down. It's exhausting until you, until yeah. you experience taking it off. Yeah, you're like wow, this is, I've been missing. I haven't been living. Mm. I haven't been living. You know, and then I started reading a lot, man. And you know, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. I'm just learning about life. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was like you know, you read, I read, I read in college, you know, but I wasn't reading the right material. Right. Right, right. So, yeah, man. I don't know if that was like the the super extended response to you. Oh, that was that was a great. <laughs> I don't even know response. if I no. answered the question, brother. You answered it. You answered it. It, 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 was, it, it was just all organic. Man, yeah, it's from the heart, you know. You you answered it, brother. You took us on that journey, man. From to to sit around a bunch of other brothers, and and you're right, brother. We 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 are. It's 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 like it's innate in us. We have an armor. Right. And when we step out, that because we don't want to be seen as soft, we don't want to be seen as weak, we don't want to be can. seen as vulnerable. We can't. We can't. No, can. <laughs> so when you're able to disarm and unrobe and take that off, man. it's something freeing, and it's something that, like, man, like you can truly be, now you're truly accessible to what is really real and authentic and now here and genuine. Right. And right, so right. I get what you're saying, brother. I get that's very important. I, I'm a crybaby too, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I ain't gonna lie to you on some real. When I just talked about the memory I had of you celebrating your friend's death, I had tears in my eyes. Like, right. It, like that right there, man, like, I get emotional, and I have no problem with showing it. Now, my question to you is, how has that impacted your relationships with females? Because, you know, they also have a standard of what men are supposed to be, and as far as when it comes to tears and showing emotions. So being that you're free-flowing mm-hmm. and you're in tune with your emotions – have you had negative or positive impact, you know, in responses when it comes to that in relationships? So um, that's a good question too, boy. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's like the illusion, like losing the illusion of what we thought knowledge and manhood was. Yeah. Once you lose that yeah. and really realize and gain the real understand. So for me to respond to that question, it was um, around the same time. Yeah. Um, when I, when I realized how my relationships with women were, mm. because coming from the city, um, yeah. you know, of course we think, boy, you, you, you getting told at 12, 13, boy, you're a virgin. Get your yeah. ass out of here. You're a yeah. virgin. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what? 
Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so once you do get a little piece, right? Whether you, whatever, how old, whatever, doesn't matter how old you are. When you get that piece, you like, oh, huh. Oh, man. Yeah, poke that chest out now. Yeah. So now yeah. You, you can have. Yeah, you can have you can have that conversation, boy. Uh, yeah, I tore that thing up. Get out of here. You don't know enough, right? Yeah. So um I remember, man, I remember, you know, just being in the city, you know, being at home and just the mindset of the of the people, right? I, yeah. I don't I try not to I try not to separate it from men and women, right? Just the right. mindset of the people yeah. was is so jacked up. Yeah, right. And I was one of them people. I was one of them people, you know. So it was, I remember in my teens, you know, and you having sex and she like, I want you to, I want you to pound me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna pound you out. Right. So that's, that's what it was. So it was like, man, I pounded her out. She wanted to get pounded. Right, so right, that's right. What, that's what it was. I'm the man now. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I pounded her out, I'm the man. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that was the mindset that I was, I adapted. So when I went having sex in college, you know, whether it was one, you know, a person at my school or somewhere else, I went into it with the same mindset, like, boy, I'm the man, you know, that's what I yeah. did, I found things out. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I remember, I remember somebody saying to me like, hold on, boy, slow down, you just yeah. hurt me. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, wait a second, no, that's that's how they get down at home, you know? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the man at home, and I'm about to yeah. be the man here in right, southern right. West Virginia. I'm going to pound this thing out, <laughs> you know? So that same aggressive mindset was was set in, right? Yeah. And, um, it was around then that I started slowing down, and then it kind of messed me up because I slowed down, then I went back home, and I would, you know, get with an old friend, and she like, what? You, you soft or something. Like, yeah. what are you bringing yeah. this in, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, yeah. So in your mind, you're like, of course, you you thinking, like, sex is what's making me the man with these women, you know? So yeah. they're going to love me, boy. You know, I'm the man. I'm strong. I'm in shape. Get out of here. You know what I mean? So right, it was when right. um, I remember I was seeing this young lady. Um, I was living in Kentucky at the time. And uh, I had came home for a visit. So I was able to take that armor off, like we talked about when I was yeah. in Kentucky. And I came home for like a week. Yeah. Guess what happened? I, the air smells different, right? right. <laughs> switch. Switch on. Yeah. yeah. Right? Go, yeah. go mode now. You right. Know? No more relaxing. You know, so you, you go hang out, you know, you bump into the dude or whatever the case may be. It's like you got three options. Yeah. You're going to leave the club early, yeah. you know, because you ain't trying to get into it. Right. You're going to go to your car and be waiting for him or you're going to stay and hope he's not waiting for you. Absolutely. <laughs> the club. So that's yeah. the mindset, you know. So I remember coming, going back and um, I remember her saying to me, I don't, I don't like who you are now. Mm. What do you mean? You know, she like, well, every time you go home, you come back extra aggressive. Like you gotta show that you're the man. Mm. You always on edge and like you paying attention to every little thing and you wondering why this dude is looking at you the way he's looking at you. He must be up to something, you know. And I was like, wait, I'm re I'm really like that. Mm. Like, yeah, you, that's exactly who you are. So it was then when I was like, when I've been connected to with women and in our relationships it was off yeah it was all so i had to do some more realization
Yeah, man. I had to realize some more things. And um, once I started diving into me, I yeah. got to learn me again. I got to learn who I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I knew. Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't know much at all. So so once I did that, you know, self-educating, you know, and I'm talking to women like, you know, where, where, where did I go wrong? Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And, and, and yes, we were wrong, but we didn't choose wrong. We were brought up in wrong. Yeah. Right? Now, what you now it's wrong if you never correct it or mm-hmm. if you never realize what you're doing is mm-hmm. an issue. Mm-hmm. So that's when you take a step back. Yeah. And you correct it. So relationships now with women, whether it's my mother, my sister, you mm. know, a, a girlfriend, a friend, a homegirl, is different right. because the way I respect them. <sighs> Man, it's just on a whole nother level because I know how to respect myself on a day. Mm. Right? So yeah. the respect that I'm giving, not just women though, just people. In general. Yeah. In general. Right? You don't deserve to be disrespected by me. Who am I? Yeah. You deserve so much more than what I used to give you. Or mm. you know, what what even sometimes what you think you deserve. I think you deserve even more than that. But sometimes they don't even know. So yeah. it's up to me to hold myself accountable. Yeah. Right. So now I'm holding myself accountable to making sure I'm not treating you on a level that you think you need to be treated because it's not meeting my what you think for yourself is not even meeting my standards on what I think mm-hmm. of you as an individual. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'm so at peace with myself. And I'm able to just project that onto the people around me, you know. And I, I think sometimes I, I, you know, I get response from people where they tell me, "Man, it's just, it's just a pleasure being around you," you know. Mm. And I'm, I'm, hum- I'm taking it with, you know, it's a humble pie for me because I'm saying to myself, I didn't even know I was doing anything different. I'm just being right. who I am because right. I'm at peace. I want everybody around me at peace, you know. And my, my, my phrase is Mahali Pa Amani. Mm. Um, it's Swahili for peace of mind, place of peace. Mm. Mahali Pa Amani. I say it all the time. You know, I actually, um, I got coasters in my house where it's like Mahali Pa Amani. Wow. It's my wow. place of peace. And anything that's jeopardizing my peace, I don't need it around me. And translate that again, that's called this place of peace. Place of peace in Swahili. Mm. In Swahili. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mahali, deep. Mahali Pa Amani. Yeah, that's you know, it's, deep. it's that shift in mentality that, yeah. that I feel like we all need from time to time, you know. And it's 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 a forever growing opportunity. Absolutely. You know? Because when you realize who you are as an individual, like I'm so powerful. You know, just not for anybody else. I'm so powerful for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you are what you think you are. As a man yeah. thinks within his heart, so is he, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, that's, and that's just so, so true. You know, whatever you say you are is exactly what you are. Absolutely. Whoever you say you are is exactly who you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, brother, that's deep, yeah, man. I hope I answered the question, man. Brother, no, no, you, brother, no. Nah, bro, you, you, uh, nah, you answering. Nah, you're answering, but you also taking us to a whole nother level. So you're expounding upon them without even, without even me having to do a follow up question. So, brother, I love it, man. Keep, mm-hmm. 
Keep doing what you're doing. So what's one piece of advice you would give men of any age, don't matter, old or young, whatever, what's one piece of advice you would give men regarding this false sense of masculinity? Hmm, that's a good question. Don't be a slave. I would say don't be a slave to um, not becoming more knowledgeable. Yeah. Right. So you you become that you become that you become a mental slave to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So we we see we see I I've seen men that I looked at and was like, from what I see, I want to be like him. Yeah. I want to do what he's doing. Yeah. So now I gotta accompany myself with those type of people. And, and ask for mentorship. I meet men. I me, I meet men to this day, and I hold them accountable mm. for teaching me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I call them. <laughs> man, look, I'm upset with you right now. They like, what's going on, boy? Why are you upset with me? What I do? Well, it's the end of the day. You ain't teach me nothing today. I need you to teach me something. Mm. Right? Because mm. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not enslaved. Because I know that it's so much more out here. Yeah. So, so my piece of advice from from a twelve year old to an eighty two year old, you know, do not become a slave to not becoming more knowledgeable. Mm. Yeah, and, and we do yeah. it. We we do it in areas all the time, but some of us do and some of us don't realize it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and and another thing I would say, man, is that. Um, be open to accepting constructive criticism. I need, I need a critical friend. Yeah. When we get off this yes. call, I'm going to ask you, boy, what could I have done different? What did you think? Like, no, tell me the truth. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like what perspective, what, what did I say that maybe you disagree with a little bit? Yeah. Cause yeah. I want the feedback and I'm okay. <laughs> like when you, when you are confident, right you can take the feedback because i want it i want the feedback i need the feedback so that i can know you know how to maneuver i might take i might get all of the feedback and put it in a trash can and but, i might get all of the feedback and apply it to my life tomorrow yeah that's deep that feedback part of it that's something that is crucial for your growth and development but a lot of people don't want to take that cuz they take it personally they take it as an right. attack but that's, you can but, but, let me interject though that's because of the false, the false understanding of what manhood is. Yeah, yeah. You feel like somebody's coming at you, but yeah. see, I request feedback constantly. That gives me opportunity to know what I'm doing well, mm-hmm. know what I'm doing different. I ask two questions all the time, Tavon. I'm listening. On a scale of one through ten, how was I at? So let's say I'm talking mm-hmm. to my girl. On a scale of one through ten, how was I this week as your as your, as your fiance? Mm-hmm. And she'd give me the number. Well, this is a six, and I take that. Then I ask another question: What could I? What can I do to make it a ten? That's it. And I take that information. Yeah, yeah, and I use that. Now, I'm not saying everything she says I agree with, but I examine it. I look at it. Okay, what can I do differently? What What can I apply? And then what do I? What am I going to throw away? So that feedback is important, man. I get that, brother. Mm -hmm. Real quick, man. Switching gears. Okay. What are some things you do? To practice self-care. I breathe. <laughs> I breathe. It's not hard. So look, so one thing I, I did, I've been doing this, man, no lie, since I was in high school. Right. I take time to myself every single day. Mm. It, it could be a goddamn fire. Yeah. 
going on. Yeah. But I need to take these moments to myself. Yeah. Right. Um, I me- I-, I meditate, but maybe not. I, like I don't. I can't say that I'm like the super meditator from the traditional standpoint with setting up some candles, you know, and all that sitting in yeah. a Zen position. But I take time to process life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my self care is making sure what I'm doing, yeah. I'm enjoying it, and I'm doing it with purpose. Right. Absolutely. So I have that purpose. So I, I really. I really just, I always take a step back. Yeah. Right. And when I take that step back, I want to breathe, man, so that I can make the connection between my mind, my body, and my feelings. Mm. Right. And, and and it's a lot of ways. It's not just one way that I do that. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm a nature guy. I like to be outside. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I can, I, it could be walking the dog. It could be me going to a lake somewhere and just sitting down and just right. processing life. You know, that's what's that's what brings me peace. Mm. And my and when I'm when I'm at peace, like I, I'm okay with confusion and, and you know flustered and aggressive, yeah. you know hostile situations. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But at the end of it, what I'm looking for is I'm looking for that peace, right? I I need to. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And what am I what am I doing when I do that? I'm I'm. I'm connecting my mind to my body and my feelings, right? To my emotions. I'm connecting it all together because I need it to be an erect. I need to be an erect, Absolutely. standing up, strong human being mm-hmm. every day. So when I leave the house, I'm putting my best face on every day. So you yeah. gotta get the best of me yeah. every single day. When I look at my when I look in the mirror <clears throat> every day when I brush my teeth, I, I I remind myself, don't cheat yourself today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't cheat anybody today, right? So what, what self-care for me is just taking care of my mind, my body, you mm. know, and my feelings because if, if, if I don't if I do not do it, who else is going to take care of my mind the way I'm going to take care of my mind? So if my foundation of self is not strong, what am I? What good am I to the next person or the next group of people or the next relationship or the next woman or my sons i got two sons 15 and 8 what yeah good am i to them if if i'm not solid yeah hey man that's deep man that's deep just run down a couple of things man that bring you joy what are some things in this world in your life to bring you joy family mm. just i can i'm, I'm old, i can just sit back like i guess i'm the old head now right yeah yeah I cross yeah. my leg i cross my leg over <laughs> and i just sit back and i watch the family yeah, just having a good old time. Yeah, you know, yesterday I, I ate crabs at my mother's house yesterday. Okay, um, and a few, a few other people came over, but I was just yeah. at peace and just happy with. Okay, they enjoying yeah. your life. You yeah, know, that's what it's about. Not moving too fast, you know. Even with my my oldest son, he lives with me. Yeah, and um, you know, what brings me joy is seeing him grow. Mm. Watching him get into situations and using the tools that he's gained, you know. So mm. he's filling his toolbox up daily, you know, yeah. weekly. Add, add a tool, add something, you know. So I'll put him in a situation where he's required to use one of those tools. And I want to see, okay, is he equipped? Right. Or is he right. not equipped? So when I see him, you know, showing that, 
he's well prepared for the job, man, it's just, it gives me chill bumps because I know that whether it's, it was me or I encourage him to get mentors. Yeah. Get mentor. I, you know, one of my friends, he come together, they connect. I'm like, boy, my son said you need to be his mentor. Yeah. And they like, all right, cool. You know, give him my number. So yeah. boom, that's a connection. Right. So as the village, we building these jokers up. You know, I don't want to do it by myself because I know that there are strengths in other men that can that that they can pass off to him. So why not get him all of the tools now? Get him many tools now at 15, you know, why why wait until 30 and 25, mm. you know, when you can get yeah. him early. So, you know, he's I got him reading, you know, particular, particular materials, you yeah. know. And, and and I'm making sure he's applying. We not just we not we not just we're not trying to rush through this book in a week. You know, yeah. we're gonna read, we're gonna read this chapter, we're gonna apply it to life. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna move on to the next chapter once we mastered applying that chapter. Right? You know, yeah, they, yeah. That they that they suggested, you know, we're gonna apply it to life. So what brings me peace, what brings me joy, what makes me happy is being able to sit back and watch people enjoy life because I know where I am. I know where I am, right? I'm enjoying every minute. Absolutely. You know? I'm enjoying every second of it. I slow everything down. Nothing is, I'm never in a situation where I'm like, wow, this is too chaotic. This mm -hmm. is too hostile. This is too aggressive. I'm never in those situations because mentally life is slowed down so much. It's like, wow. yeah, you know, this, this is peace for me. Yeah, man. So, yeah. That's, that's excellent, man. That is a wonderful thing right there, man. Last question, brother. And, and, and okay. I, kind of, I think I know where you're going with it, but I'm going to ask you anyways, man. What type of legacy are you leaving in this world, man? Man, that's a good question. I, all these questions are good questions, <laughs> man. Yeah, but um, the, the legacy that, that I want to leave back is, you know, learning, you know, learn like being a lifelong learner you yeah. know, about everything and living, learning and living, you know, like, mm. You know, I'm the guy where I'll I'll plan a trip. I've been out of the country with yeah. no plans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I all, only thing is booked is a flight. Like I don't know where I'm sleeping. I don't know what part of the country I'm sleeping in. I yeah. don't know how yeah. I'm getting to where I'm sleeping. Yeah. It's just living. Mm -hmm. Right. So when people when people talk about me or when people say I want to do some of the things that he did, is he lived. Yeah. You man. know, and he lived at peace. Yeah. He didn't live a chaotic life, you know, chaos, chaos to everybody else was calm to him. Mm. You know, that's, that's the legacy. And I, I preach it to people. Right. So mm. they, 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 you know, like I said, people tell me often that, man, you never, you never flustered. You know, yeah. You're never upset. You're always even here. And that's my goal. That's yeah. my goal. That's what I work towards. Um, I, I enjoy being that way. And I encourage others to to be that way too because it helps them live, mm. you know. And, and I and and I don't maybe you can, but I don't see the connection. I don't see where the lines meet with living a chaotic life, mm -hmm. fast pace, and enjoying every moment. I like I don't I don't I feel like those lines are like parallel. They never intersect. Absolutely. You know, you know, maybe you got like two parallels or something where they just they come close, but then yeah, yeah. you know, and then they eventually go in opposite directions. 
but that that's it man it's it's living man it's living mm. life you know living a peaceful life and you know not just for yourself but for others man that is powerful man yeah. listen brother, i can't thank you enough for one taking the time out to jump on the podcast with me brother but two just man for your vulnerability man for truly being accessible man Man, i'm getting chill bumps now (laughs) (laughs) and it's truly sharing yourself man and you drop so much knowledge today man and i truly appreciate you being on man and i wish you the best and everything you're doing moving forward we're definitely going to link up soon man but uh i'm proud not of you but i'm just proud for you man and for the direction you're going in and from the things that you overcame the things you went through to get to where you're at now man and i wish you continued success brother and keep doing what you're doing my man Hey man, I, hey, like I told you in the beginning, man, I, I, I appreciate you for even just considering reaching out to me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't know it was about to go to the extent of us actually being on a live broadcast. Yeah. I had no clue, but um, the first thing I knew is that whatever it is you had going on, I wanted to support it. Yeah. Um, you know, so that was the first thing, but but the second thing was, you know, just me being appreciative and just extremely humble. For, for you considering me yeah. for this opportunity. You know, I, I don't know if anybody will ever see this. And if they don't, it's, that's not my motive. Right. But, you know, if, if they do, you know, I just I just hope that at least one person can say, you know what, maybe I need to slow life down a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe I live, maybe I need to live just a teeny tiny bit more, you know, right. and, and not try to rush through everything because it's not a race, you know. I want, I want the, I want the quality. I want the quality more than I want the quantity, you know. And, and whatever you, whatever you believe in yourself, man, that's just exactly who you are, you know. Whether you know, whatever you speak into your existence, you know, just put it into the universe. Just the extreme positivity, you know, the the energy that you put out there, man. Just make sure it's it's right and it's in line with not only who you are. But who you want to be, you know, you you you've heard people talk about the idea of, you know, what would live now for you ten years from now, you know, yeah. you know. So and that that includes, you know, the mental health, physical health, you know, emotional health, spiritual yeah. health, all of that. Whatever whatever your your being is, you know, your belief your belief system is, just you know, be solid in it. Yeah, you know, be solid in it and, and live, man, because so many of us don't get the chance to, you know, so many of us don't get the chance to. And we see it happening around us all the time where people aren't living life, the, you know, to the fullest and not to not just to your expectations, but you just see them yeah. all over the place, you know, yeah. and sometimes we can help them. Sometimes we can't. Yeah. But if you can't just make sure you are you aren't them. Yeah. You know, yes, yeah. I, I say, you know, I hear people say misery loves company, you know, and I believe that it to be, I believe it to be true. But yeah. if that, that person that you see as miserable want to be around you, then maybe they looking <laughs> at you like you're miserable right. too. <laughs> you're the good company, I'm keeping. <laughs> you know, yeah. so somebody gotta, somebody gotta cut that, man. So it's okay yeah. with moving on and um, getting past, you know, people that um, yeah. that are that are holding you down or. Yeah. keeping you in a stuck position, man. Just move on past it, man, and just live. Yeah, man, that's powerful, man. I definitely, people definitely going to see this, brother. And I'm, I'm so glad because the things you're putting out there, man, is going to impact many, brother. 
So I truly appreciate you, man. I look forward to catching up with you soon, my man. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure, man. I love you, Chan. Love you too, bro. Hey, I, you know, I, I, don't, I ain't mean to, you know, cut you off real no, quick. No, go ahead, bro. I, um, I always tell the story, man, about back when we were, we were in school, right? Yeah. And um, and y'all had that accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and um, because I don't wear a seatbelt when I drive, right? <laughs> Um, and they be like, why don't you wear seatbelts? I'm like, man, seatbelts kill people, man. Yeah. Right, right. And uh, and like, you ever see somebody who wasn't in a seatbelt that was in a real bad car accident that's still alive? I'm like, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and, and had they had the seatbelt on, they probably wouldn't be here to tell their story. Right, you right, I mean? right, right. But, you know, I think I, I really do talk about that, you know, that accident yeah. a lot, man. With, with you and you know those other two gentlemen went through yeah and, and and i talk about it like man these it didn't stop these guys though yeah man you know, i said man these guys were hurt like yeah torn acls and busted up knees and ankles and whatever else yeah it yeah was. but you know these guys are still they they were still rolling then yeah you know you know it's just yeah. life man you just have these obstacles and Go, go through those obstacles, man, and keep yeah. on moving, man. So yeah. um, I, I do tell that story at least maybe like four or five times a year. <laughs> right, right. In different right. settings, man, because, right. you know, it's it's about, you know, I tell people, you know, when you get to college, I promote college, you know, yeah. to a lot of people I talk to, you know, high schools. Um, you know, I do I do a mentoring program where I work with high school, high school and college athletes. Yeah. Um, I flip houses, man. I teach. Yeah. You know, so I kind of, I'm kind of in, in, have my hands in a lot of pots, you know, so right. I'm running across a lot of people that I can just talk to, yeah. you know, so that's why the story actually comes up because I'm, I'm usually with a different type of person and I'm like, man, maybe I can tell this story and use it for, for this angle, Yeah. you know, kind of get through to them. So once I tell, wait till I tell them, man, my man, it's the same dude that was in, in college having fun. Maybe in a bad situation, bad decision. I don't know what it was, but now he just interviewed me for a broadcast. Yo, it, it was definitely a bad decision. It was definitely <laughs> listen to me. I, it was definitely a bad decision, brother. But you know, we we was blessed, man, and it was it was one of them things. Man. Man. And and to be honest with you, man, it's important what you said because I haven't thought about that in that light in a long time. That it didn't stop us. It didn't slow us down. Oh, went out the back window. I had a fractured bone in my head. Like we was, we was close to going over the embankment into the river. You know what I mean? And then two days later, somebody else died in a similar went into the river and didn't come out. So yeah, it was a lot. So you 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 reframed it for me as another stepping stone, as another obstacle that you know we had to overcome to continue to get to where we are. So I'm glad you used that story, man. That's very important because we're going to face obstacles in life. It's not about what happens to us, but it's about how we respond to the things that happen to us. So. Hey man, I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, and I, you know, and I remember I pulled up there right after it happened. Yeah, I, I heard it. Yeah, and I'm coming around the corner, and the got on engine was yeah. 50 yards away from the car. Yeah, yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, man. Know? But but just the blessings that you guys had, you know, had, you know, I don't. I don't know if y'all were praying for then or what. Somebody was praying for you. Grandma. Because, I was grandma. Because definitely, yeah. it could have been a whole lot worse, man. Could've you know, been. and I just, I talk about it all the time because it was a it was a powerful thing for me. Like, I literally heard it. 
and not in a million years are you thinking those were my teammates. That's, yeah. Those were my teammates in that accident I just heard. Yeah. yeah. For me to turn the corner, like literally turn the corner. Yeah. And be like, whoa, ho, 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 ho. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these are two people that I know. These are my teammates right here. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. You know, and then not too long after that, man, y'all back up and running like. Yeah, man. It was it was like, a blessing, man. It definitely was. It was a blessing, man. And I ain't mean to bring it up if it if it brought back oh, bad nah, memories, nah, but nah, cool, I'm sure you so at peace with your life, man. Yeah, you can talk yeah. about anything that happened, yeah, bro, absolutely. And whether it slowed you down or not. So, hey, man, my story for other people's glory, brother. So there's no there's no part of me that I'm not at peace with. That you know, I just I appreciate you because I didn't. You know, sometimes you just overlook what you do. You're so busy focusing on, okay, I got to continue to do this, continue to grow. That sometimes you forget everything that you already have done. Right. So it's great to be mindful of that and stop and think, you know what? That is something that I just shouldn't skip over. That was an Im impactful moment. You understand what I'm saying? So I appreciate you reframing that for me, man, and bringing that back to the front of my awareness, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's All right, brother. Talking to you, champ. Salute yes, sir. Time, man. Appreciate you, family. All right. Yes, sir. I'm here, my brother. You know I love you. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. I just want to be I can't relate to you, brother, cause you're a good man. Yes, you are a good man.